0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And welcome into Lock It In with Cam Rogers right here on Believe. Presented by betonline.ag, Cam Rogers with you. Full show worth of content here, folks, on Lock It In as we enter the football season. College football week zero is upon us. Seven games on the slate. I will go through Every single game and give my best bet for those matchups. Of course, the PGA tour season wraps up this week, the tour championship where 29 golfers will contest for the FedEx cup title. No will Zalatoris this week due to a back injury. So 29 players in all here this week week so my best bets for the tour championship college football week zero and details on that secret players only meeting with tiger woods and some 20 top tier golfers who all met in wilmington delaware last week we knew details would come out at some point we now have those details so i will get to Those and my thoughts on the feasibility, really, with a lot of what these golfers are asking for. So stay tuned on that. Follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99, on Instagram at Mr. Rogers98. Follow me on TikTok as well. I'm really cranking out plenty of sports betting content there at Cam Rogers Show at cam rogers show there on tiktok you can check me out there as well i mentioned we are presented by bet online which is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines find reviews and news for every league including mlb nhl NBA, NFL, combat sports, esports, and golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Just use that promo code Believe50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, three segments in the show here this week the tour championship breakdown, the details on that secret meeting with Tiger Woods and golfers across the PGA tour, and my best bets for week zero in the college football slate. And I will be keeping track of all of my picks for the football season college football and NFL. So stay tuned for that accountability right here on the show. So let's talk about the tour championship here. As we wrap up another PGA tour season, we head to East Lake golf club in Atlanta, Georgia, par 70, measuring 7,300 yards and Bermuda grass greens will be the style here this week. Again, the top 30 in the standings, But really, it's 29 this week. We'll be competing for a chance to win $18 million in terms of a first place check. Pretty good number there. But really, at the end of the day, only a handful of golfers have a realistic chance at winning this week. Because, of course, we have the starting strokes now, which is a new feature here for the Tour Championship. Pretty much the logic is you avoid the awkward scenario where somebody wins the tour championship but somebody else wins the actual FedEx Cup this really narrows down the player pool in terms of who can actually win this week bet online allows you to bet on futures outrights if you will including the starting strokes and excluding so obviously you get bigger numbers excluding the starting strokes including the starting strokes. Scotty Scheffler obviously is the favorite. Then it's Patrick Cantlay and down the line from there. So Scotty Scheffler starting at 10 under par. Cantlay starting at eight under par. Shoffley at six. Sam Burns at five. A slew of golfers at four. A slew of golfers at three, two, one, and even par. Here's what I will tell you in terms of betting in the outright market when you are including the starting strokes. Realistically, it's Scotty Scheffler, it's Patrick Cantlay, it's Xander Schauffele. Outside of that, those three golfers will have to play really poorly, and somebody like a Sam Burns, a Cam Smith, a Rory McIlroy will have to play at like their 80th percentile. So what does that mean? Well, their 50th percentile is their baseline average. They will have to play far above average this week, and the top three golfers will have to perform well below average. I just don't think that's going to happen. Of course, that's why you get those shorter numbers here in the bet online market as far as counting starting strokes is concerned. Let's take a look at the numbers here. Scotty Scheffler. I believe last time I checked is plus two hundred. And let's see here. Yes, he is. Cantlay plus three seventy five. Schaffle plus six fifty. Rory is ten to one. ROM is fourteen to one. Like, there's no point in betting on those numbers because it's just not going to happen. Scheffler, Cantlay, Shoffley. You got three shots of getting the outright correct, including starting strokes. So, that is the intriguing part of this week from a handicapping perspective. Stats. Interestingly, approach game, not so important here at Eastlake. Putting is actually a big time stat, and your driver is a big time stat. I think the approach game is not as important because a lot of these guys who win are already front runners with the starting strokes. So they just have to tread water a little bit with their approach game and just have a really good putter. And that's been the case here the last few years. So again, when you're betting with the starting strokes, you want to really just pick amongst Xander, Cantlay, and Scheffler. And then in terms of not starting strokes, you can find some value. So let's get to my outright picks for the Tour Championship. Patrick Cantlay- with the starting strokes applied, plus 375 to win this tournament and become the FedEx Cup champion yet again. Won the BMW championship last week. I don't see him slowing down. Gained over nine strokes to the field in Wilmington with his ball striking alone. The fourth best golfer in this field over the last 24 rounds, plus 375 for Patrick Cantley. Lock that in. Now, not applying these starting strokes. You get those inflated numbers. sunjay M is 20-1 to, to have the best four-round score here this week. I do like where his game is at right now. The iron game isn't great, but his putting has been immaculate. I think we could see another putting spike here this week from Sanjay M. And again, you need that putter here this week more so than your approach game. If you look at the course of the last month here for Jay, he's playing well. Multiple runner-up finishes, plenty of tournaments played. So rust is not a factor with him at all. Sunjay M is 22 one to win this tournament outright, not including starting strokes. And then, of course, in the top 10 and top 20 markets, you're going to get really short numbers. You're going to have to lay some juice here. So Cam Smith, minus 120 for a top 10. He's starting at four under par. I wonder if this number is reflective of the live golf distractions and the injury from a week ago. I don't know if it was actually an injury. Who knows? But here's the deal. He's playing well. T4 on the PGA Tour in par four scoring average. Number three in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. Number three, Bermuda putter over the last 24 rounds. Minus 120 for Cam Smith going out perhaps in his final PGA Tour event after, of course, all the news that he's likely joining Live Golf. He probably will make that announcement next week. So stay tuned for that. Top 10 for Cam Smith. Top 10 as well for John Rahm, minus 130, starting in 10th position here this week. By the way, these numbers, of course, are applying the starting strokes. I don't think his positioning will change. I think he will continue to play well. Runner-up at East Lake last year, top 10 on tour in par-4 scoring, which is a critical stat here this week. Again, at Eastlake, ranked 8th in strokes gained putting last week. As well. When that putter is working for John Rom, he's really hard to stop. So give me Rom, top 10, minus 130. In the top 20 market, we start with Aaron Wise, minus 130. He finished 15th last week at the BMW Championship, but he was top five to start the day on Sunday. He just faded a little bit at the end there. Look, he has really nothing to lose. He's not winning the FedEx Cup, but you would think he's going to go aggressively and fire at flag sticks, right? So I think Aaron Wise at minus 130 is a safe play. Same for Adam Scott, minus 140. The fact that Scott qualified for the Tour Championship without a win is pretty impressive in its own right. Typically plays well on difficult courses, particularly the Open Championship, US Open, has played really well overall. In these top-tier events this summer, Adam Scott, minus 140 for a top 20. So to recap, my outright picks, Patrick Cantlay with the starting strokes applied, Sunjay Im without the starting strokes, top 10s, Cameron Smith, John Rahm, top 20s, Aaron Wise, Adam Scott. My betting card is pretty condensed just with, you know, The really heavily juiced numbers, the shorter numbers, the smaller field. Okay, one big story over the last couple of weeks has been Tiger Woods going to Wilmington, Delaware for a players only meeting to discuss the future of the PGA Tour. And you knew at some point the details were going to come out, right? So, Here's what I can tell you, and this is courtesy of Alan Shipnuck. There is a plan in which the tour will hold 18 tournaments with 60 players and $20 million purses. Now, that is comparable to the Live Tour in the sense that they have $25 million purses on their own, but 60 players... No cut event, probably just the top 60 in the world. So it's basically a heavily priced WGC. Another point, talk of the PGA Tour giving up its non-profit status. This would allow for basically more private money to come into the PGA Tour to give it a boost. Also discussed, an annual stipend for players and whether the tour should actually meet with Greg Norman and the live tour leadership there. Also, there's a report that seven golfers in all are going to be leaving for the live tour after the tour championship. My guess, Cam Smith, part of that group, potentially others who are playing in the tour championship. So stay tuned on that. So really Let's sit back. Is any of this really feasible? Let me just go point by point here. This is all brought up by Tiger Woods and the PGA Tour players. This could be a pig's fly scenario where, listen, this is pie in the sky stuff. It's not actually going to happen, and Jay Monahan shuts it all down. But Jay Monahan would be a smart man to at least listen to the demands which apparently are on his desk now and see if he can meet the players halfway. Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy are probably going to put a lot of pressure on Jay Monahan to make some changes happen. So here's the deal. Like 18 tournaments with 60 players and $20 million purses. What's the problem with this? Well, the top 60 players in the world are winning. They're winning big. They're making money. That does not solve the problem of the younger players going to the Live Tour because they're making no money on the PGA Tour because they're missing cuts, because it requires a lot of expenses with hotels and travel, what have you. So that proposal of this like elite 18 tour sort of circuit, it doesn't work in the sense of trying to prevent players from going over to the Live Tour because money is such an attractive option. For the journeyman golfer who is barely hanging on to his PGA Tour card and missing cuts left and right, to get an offer from Live, say $20 million guaranteed for a signing bonus, is an attractive offer. That point there about the top 60 players playing in an 18 tournament circuit doesn't solve that problem. So something to keep in mind. I think the PGA Tour giving up its nonprofit status is an interesting point and something that could happen at some time down the line here. Probably not in the near future. So I don't think Jay Monahan is really going to jump on board with that anytime soon. Before I even really just go further down this list here, is it too late? Like, is it too late in the game to really make any significant changes because you have Cam Smith leaving, potentially Sunjay M, Hideki Matsuyama, a lot of top-tier players continuing to go over to live? Is it too late? That's the question. Because this wish list from Tiger Woods and PGA Tour golfers Is not something that can be executed on within the next week or two or three or really three or four months this is going to require time money number crunching staffing a lot of conference calls i mean this could be mid 2023 late 2023 when we actually see the benefits of this wish list and how many players have left for live at that point that's what I'm really concerned about here. And if this report is correct about seven more golfers leaving for live, heck, it could be too late by the time November comes around. So I think Tiger Woods is doing everything he can to try to salvage this dichotomy right now between the PGA tour and the live tour but it all comes down to jay monahan he has the final say and if he's not biting on a lot of these points that the players are presenting more and more golfers are going to leave for live now by the way as we enter 2023 we're going to have to get an answer from the augusta national golf club about whether live golfers can play in the masters if they are already qualified that's a big question as we enter 2023. But the final point is this. As long as golfers who miss the cut make zero dollars, zero, Live will have the monetary advantage. Well, they always will, but certainly if that remains on the PGA Tour. So those are the details with Tiger's secret meeting. We will see what happens going forward. Let's get into college football. Week zero is upon us. Seven games on the slate here this week. Excited to get to it. Talk about some football here this year. Okay, we start with Northwestern taking on Nebraska this game at 1230 Eastern time. The Cornhuskers are laying 12 and a half in this matchup. Scott Frost brings in Texas transfer quarterback Casey Thompson, really talented player. Former Pitt offensive coordinator Mark Whipple joins as well, leading that Kenny Pickett offense a year ago. Northwestern's defense was bad. Last year, and they lost their leading tackler. Nebraska has added some really good defenders over the transfer period here. Too much loss this season for Northwestern. I think they're in for a pretty difficult campaign. Give me Nebraska, the Cornhuskers to cover. Minus 12 and a half in that matchup. Wyoming taking on Illinois. Illinois laying. 10 in this matchup, 4 o'clock Eastern time game. Let's be clear, Illinois is not a good Big Ten program, but they're better than the 10 points versus Wyoming. The Cowboys have gone 0-6 straight up in their last six games against the Big Ten. Illinois is 4-1 and against the spread in its last five games. I'll take Brett Bielema's squad here to cover Illinois minus minus. 10 in this matchup Connecticut taking on Utah State four o'clock Eastern time game the Jim Mora era has begun in Connecticut Utah State is fresh off the Mountain West title the Aggies offense is absolutely electric led by Logan Bonner he threw for 3,600 yards a year ago 36 touchdowns as well UConn might be still the worst program in all of the FBS mora has a lot of work to do minus 27 and a half is the number i hate going with these spreads but i'm doing it utah state to cover minus 27 and a half charlotte taking on florida atlantic florida atlantic laying seven in this one seven o'clock eastern time game One of the more evenly matched games this weekend, both teams went five and seven a year ago, failed to make a bowl game. FAU has a fantastic defense. The team was top third in the country in explosive pass rate and had a 39% success rate allowed. Pretty darn good. FAU, by the way, went to Charlotte last season, and won 38-9 as six-point road favorites. They're at home this time around. I don't expect that theme to change here. I think Florida Atlantic wins handedly. I will take them to cover minus seven. North Texas taking on UTEP. This one is a pick 9 o'clock Eastern time game. UTEP coming off a season where they went over 500 for the first time in more than a decade, so really good momentum there. They return a stout defense that allowed less than four yards per rush in 2021. North Texas has unreliable quarterback play. They lost their standout running back, DeAndre Torrey, who rushed for 1,300 yards a year ago. I will go with the home team here in a Pick'Em UTEP money line. Nevada taking on New Mexico State. New Mexico State plus nine, getting those nine points at home. 10 o'clock Eastern time game. Both teams feature first-year head coaches. Ken Wilson for Nevada. Jerry Kill for New Mexico State. Nevada is returning very little this year, which is concerning for me. Overall, just six players that started last season are back. New Mexico state will have a tough year as well, but they do bring back many of their starters to that defensive line. I think this game will be won in the trenches, positive matchup here for new Mexico state. I will take them to cover plus nine. I won't go with the money line. I'll go with the plus nine here. I like that number. And then finally, late night matchup here, ten thirty Eastern time, Hawaii, is getting seven and a half against Vanderbilt out of the SEC. One of the rare moments where the Commodores are actually favored in a college football matchup, but here we are. Vanderbilt is 28-12 and straight up versus non-conference opponents over the last decade. Hawaii could be in for a tough season. There's no doubt about it. They return four starters on offense and only two on defense. The talent gap is too big here. This number should be larger. It could move. Who knows? I will go with Vanderbilt minus seven and a half to cover in this matchup. I think Mike Wright, that dual threat quarterback that they have, does enough here for Vandy. They cover minus seven and a half. First late of college football games, my best bets right here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Continuing the content throughout the football season. Shout out to Bet Online for sponsoring the show. Follow me on social media, and I'll talk to you very, very soon.